Hello, friends, and greetings on this fourth week of Lent. I hope you're experiencing a meaningful Lenten season so far as we spend time with Jesus in the wilderness and open ourselves to what he wants to be doing in us. I want to start today with some wisdom from the 15th century, wisdom about judging others. Although these words are nearly 700 years old, I think you'll see their relevance. They come from a man named Thomas Akempis. Thomas Akempis was a Dutch-German monastic who wrote a book called Imitation of Christ, which is a classic and remains in print. Thomas Akempis had a really good pulse on the human condition. And this is what he says about our tendency to judge others. We want others to be perfect, yet we do not correct our own faults. The great liberty of others displeases us, yet we would not be denied what we ask. We would have others bound by laws, yet we will allow ourselves to be restrained in nothing. If you cannot make yourself what you wish to be, how can you bend others to your will? Try to bear patiently with the defects and infirmities of others, whatever they may be, because you also have many a fault which others must endure. Well, that's humbling. But I think we need to be humbled from time to time. I think we sometimes need to be challenged to inventory our hearts and see where it is we are demanding something of others that is not rightful for us to demand or realistic, and where we are judging others' faults while turning a blind eye to our own. The Apostle Paul before he encountered Christ on the Damascus road, was a harsh judger of others. He was a Pharisee of Pharisees who elevated the rules and rituals of Judaism to such a high degree that he persecuted those who did not follow them. This meant hunting down Christ followers and even overseeing their deaths. But something changed about Paul's way of relating to people when he encountered Christ. You can hear it in his letters. I'd like to read a passage from the second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 5, starting at verse 16. This happens to be one of the readings in the lectionary this week. I'll read this in the message version. And as you listen, consider the change in Paul. Not just the change in his relationship with God, but in his relationship with people. How did he relate to people differently after he was transformed by his encounter with Christ than before? A reading from the book of 2 Corinthians. We don't evaluate people by what they have or how they look. We looked at the Messiah that way once and got it all wrong, as you know. We certainly don't look at him that way anymore. Now, we look inside. And what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start, is created new. The old life is gone. A new life emerges. Look at it. All this comes from the God who settled the relationship between us and him and then called us to settle our relationships with each other. 
God put the world square with himself through the Messiah, giving the world a fresh start by offering forgiveness of sins. One of the things that strikes me about this passage is the sense of freedom in Paul's words and in his life. There's a lightness to these words, even, you might say, a joy. He's shed the old ways of relating to people, as if it were a set of armor and a heavy sword that had been weighing him down, and that he leaves at the side of the road, as it were, skipping ahead freely like a child, reborn, a new person. Judging others kind of feels like a heavy set of armor sometimes, doesn't it? We think it makes us stronger, more solid, more safe. But instead, it ends up crippling us. Instead of leading to contentment, it so often leads us swirling in disappointment or frustration or anger. Another way to think of judging others is like a kind of poison. It ruins something on the inside of us making us ill, spiritually speaking. It kills our compassion. When we're caught up in judgment, it's not really fun to be who we are, is it? Because we begin constructing who we are based on who others aren't, instead of loving them for who they are. And what we gain is a very hollow, loveless sense of self that will leave us high and dry every time. Is there a posture of judgment that you hold towards someone that you'd like to be free of? God's stated will is for us to be settled in our relationships with others and with Him. And we can't really have the one without the other. Those two things go hand in hand. And the good news, the very good news, is that these things are within our power because of the transforming grace of Christ. To stop judging isn't something we can simply choose to do on the spot once and for all. Judgment tends to be a patterned behavior. But God's Spirit in us can rework that pattern if we will allow Him to. I'm going to read the scripture again, and then I'm going to give us a minute of silence And then I'll close with a prayer by Thomas Akempis. As you listen to the scripture and in the silence that follows, is there a pattern of judgment that the Spirit is helping you to notice in your own life? Can you lay that pattern before the Lord? Can you allow God to begin the work of reworking that pattern, leading you from the old way of relating to others into a new way of relating to others, into life. We don't evaluate people by what they have or how they look. We looked at the Messiah that way once and got it all wrong, as you know. We certainly don't look at him that way anymore. Now we look inside. And what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start, is created new. The old life is gone. 
a new life emerges. Look at it. All this comes from the God who settled the relationship between us and him and then called us to settle our relationships with each other. God put the world square with himself through the Messiah, giving the world a fresh start by offering forgiveness of sins. Grant me, O Lord, to know what I ought to know, to love what I ought to love, to praise what delights you most, to value what is precious in your sight, to hate what is offensive to you. Do not suffer me to judge according to the sight of my eyes, nor to pass sentence according to the hearing of the ears of ignorant people, but to discern with a true judgment between things visible and spiritual, and above all always to inquire what is the good pleasure of your will. Amen.